back. <laughs> Unfortunate turn times, man. Oh, unbelievable Sunday, man. Oh, it's fucking bullshit. You know that. <laughs> it's absolute um, bullshit. I was looking forward to this all week, banking on a W. And as soon as we caught now, I was like, I do not want to record. I want to make an excuse. I want to say I'm busy. I want to postpone <laughs> it. I don't want to do it right now. I'm over. I'm over. Yeah, it's not the one. But uh, Keith, the guy that uh, we've been saying for a little bit now to come on, to have on. He's yes. been... Uh, Sharing, supporting, listening, uh, doing his thing. Uh, a good homie of mine over here in London, um, John Amasor. Welcome to the pod, man. Yeah, like John, happy to happy to be here, man. I, I well, well overdue, well overdue. Um, yes, sir. I think mean, I mean, Joe was on the pod before me. <laughs> I was hurt, man. I was hurt. But no, nah. I, that, that was that was actually a good episode. He he spoke well, and I, I really enjoyed that episode. And um, that was he your does. your Brighton clanger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speak on that. Hey, bro, you put a good episode in, you might replace Belmar. I'm saying, <laughs> gotta keep uh, Belmar on his toes, bro. No pressure, no pressure. Toes. He's gonna be so no, upset hearing that right now. Huh? But of- he's he's gonna be so upset hearing that they could possibly be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, but of course, of course, we gotta. We got to start. We got to get right into it, man. Big game today. Big match of OT today, man. Uh, you are so fast feeling today, bro. How you guys feeling, man? It's a, it's a, it's a, I know about you, Mike, but for me, it's a strange one because it's like when you've been an Arsenal fan for so long, I just feel like with certain games, um, depending whether it's home or away or depending on the opposition or depending on the form that you're in, you kind of like, I feel I, I feel like I know in which direction the game is going. And I feel like I didn't at the beginning of the game, I didn't think we would win. Because I was hearing that people at Odegaard weren't gonna play. Um Ramsdale was a doubt. Obviously, yeah. Park's doubt. Um Zinchenko was meant to be a doubt as well. So when I saw their names on the team sheet, I thought to myself, it, it gave me a bit more optimism. But like when I saw that Anthony was starting on his debut, like we anyone, anyone, any team. Anyone, any team where a player starts as a debut against Arsenal, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed that that person's going to score. So when I saw his name, I thought, okay, here we go, here we go. Um, there was, there was obviously good and bad. Like I feel like the goals that we conceded today is like I've seen it a hundred times at Old Trafford. Like Rashford's not coming into the game in any sort of great form. He scored a goal against Liverpool, fine, good goal, but he's not coming into the game with any great form. Gets a brace, yeah. um, Anthony gets the scores on his debut, like, and I just feel like they were all. Don't get me wrong, they're good finishes, but I just feel like they were all goals that could have been avoided. But it's just like it's, it's sort of like the Arsenal DNA, so we can control a game and boss a game. Like I've, that's probably the, one of the best perform. That's probably one of the best performances I've seen at Old Trafford from us. It's, I think it is the best in like the last for years. a very long time. You guys well, played very, very well long. today, very well. And the one that I remember before that, I think it was like a couple of seasons ago. It was under Arteta as well, like party party on any midfield. And I think Aubameyang, I think he scored a penalty. Yeah, he scored a pen, and we won one nil. And and we were really good in that game. But this game, I think, was even better because I just feel like we dominated for like a for probably about 60, 70 minutes of that game. We dominated. I think the first 10 minutes, Man United had that. And I was a yeah. bit like, you know, bopping it, popping it. Bro, was that like, start, I was like, <sighs> but as soon as you guys got that, the goal, and it was, but it was the goal and it was disallowed. 
Mm. I was like, fuck, well, I thought we were, gonna, we were gonna be fucked, and we were fucked by, from then from then on. Yeah. You guys dominated the game from then. That that and I feel like that goal was, it was in a weird way, even though it wasn't a goal, it was like it kind of made them think, oh, no, yeah, you like we, we can't, can't get yeah, these. exactly. Yeah, they really exactly. just turned that was the, like the turning point. <clears throat> but but then you can dominate a game for like this is Arsenal in a nutshell. We can dominate a game for 70 minutes or etc. But it it has no coincidence because you can concede chances like that. And you end up losing a game where you dominate for 70 minutes, 3-1. A team who are looking, they're looking, Man United are looking better. It's like they've just gone back to basics. So they're not doing it necessarily anything. I wouldn't necessarily say they're playing great football at the moment, etc. But they're doing what they need to do. Like, you know, they, yeah. beat, they beat um Liverpool, you know, uh, they, they perform very well, but they're not doing anything sort of special. And yet they still run out 3-1 winners yeah, in, the best and that's... in the best form that I've seen Arsenal win. Exactly. And that's what's encouraging for me. So I was even telling Mike midweek because we were talking the Leicester game. I was like, man, we haven't won like two, three games in a row in a long time. So I was hoping we lost to Leicester just so yeah. I'd hope we'd win on the weekend. <laughs> but like like you said, <laughs> but like like you said, right now, just because we're what six games into 10x tenure, and like obviously the football is not great, but these results we're starting to pull out now is encouraging for me. Cause I think once we get taken and everybody's in, like Casemiro's in there, now we know Ronaldo's staying. Yeah, yeah. So once we get going, bro, I think we're going to be very, very dangerous. We could be. There's potential to be if he yeah. keeps this up. And the worrying thing for, I mean, it's not what we like. My my thing with Arsenal, like we have to play like that. Just even the top teams, like so when we talk about City and Liverpool, like to in order to null, nullify the the other teams, um, you know, strengths, you have to keep the ball for sure. Yeah, right? we get that, and we did that very well. But just. You know, keeping the ball, we did it very well. But our defending has, like, we just have to be better. We can't, we cannot, con- like, we can't concede the goals and like, the, the Villa goal. It's just a sloppy goal to concede. Yeah. You know, we, I know we, they say he's holding him, but whatever. It's a sloppy goal to concede. Top teams don't concede goals like that. The the Gabriel getting caught against uh, Mitrovic, you don't concede, yeah, you don't concede goals like that. And today, like, you might see, you know, Rashford did that against Liverpool, etc., where you know he's running through. And, and and finishes, but you you kind of like you give the defenders have to be able to deal with that. Like you, they have to be yeah. able to deal with those one on one situations. Gabriel was rushed today. I'm not going to really go into like Saliba because he's a 21 year old and and he's not put a foot wrong even in the own goal that he scored. He's not put a foot wrong this season. But Gabriel has he has to do better today. Yeah, like he has to he has to do like even for the first goal, just that rush challenge on um. Um, Bruno Fernandez, yeah, uh, yeah, just run, just run with him. Fran- Fernandez, if he doesn't make that challenge, Fernandez doesn't pop it off because he knows he's rash, he's going to come and slide. He yeah. pops it off the free plays, um, advantage, and then like Sinchenko comes been, over for whatever reason. Sinchenko overcovers, for, yeah. So yeah. I'm glad you said it because I was, I felt I was being a bit harsh on him, but he tucks so far in, and I'm thinking to myself, okay. He must really think this ball's not going to Anthony. Yeah. It goes to Anthony. Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know if I'm being like again dramatic, but I've never seen a, 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 a I very rarely see a footballer in the position that Anthony was. To go short near go post. To go near post. Yeah. Exactly. I don't understand why Ramsdale went that way. Ramsdale gives him the whole other side to aim at. And it's like He's obviously going there. If he does, left footed, yeah, left footed wing, you're nowhere finishing it there. Yeah. And then Pepe, but, whoever it is, they bend it yeah. to the front of the post. It's like, you give it, show him a bit more on that side. We reacted well. So we've gone 1 0 down, but we reacted well. Like the, the, I, I messaged my mate at half time and it was just like, we just can't panic. We just need to just, it's 1 0. 
we just need to keep going. We need to keep playing. We need to keep playing. And we did. Got the got the got the goal. And then when we got the second goal, it just it's just like Arsenal of old, where you're like, you're chasing the game. I'm thinking, you got about you got about another 30 minutes to yeah, go. Yeah, no, it's a lot of time. 30 yeah. minutes to go. You're 2-1 down at Old Trafford. Like, it's not, it's like, it, it can happen. You've got time. Then when the substitutions came, honestly, I had to look at the score. I had to look at the board because I thought to myself, what's the score? Like, 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 I'm, <laughs> like working at the same time. And I'm thinking, I missed something. And then he, I see him bringing on the, the Calvary <laughs> in, in, in Eddie Nketiah, um, uh, Fabio Vieira and Smith Rowe. And then I was thinking, okay, please don't take up Odegaard. Odegaard's the first one that comes off. And I'm like, why? Why are we doing that? Like, what? It's okay. It's all hindsight, but I just thought to myself, there's no need to take off Odegaard. If anything, oh. like Lukonga had a great game. But take off Lukonga. Yeah, he played well. That's the first time I've seen him play, play well. well. Take off besides, <laughs> besides the bad pass that led to the third goal or second yeah, goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he he he, he takes risks. Like you got to take that with with young players, and when we play a certain way, you got to take that. Like we're gonna, you know, give away those type of goals where you know we just it's a slot but i don't why 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 take off our most influential player i don't get why the the one that makes everything stick makes us tick why take him off at a time where yeah like we needed that calm we need that presence we needed that get on the ball we did not get on after odegaard got uh, was taken off we didn't get on the ball yeah and that's yeah, why no, my no, life was so threatening so I guess maybe speaking about Odegaard, let's talk about the decision and the VAR decision. I want to know both of your guys' stance. Keith, maybe we'll start with you. Um, thoughts on the VAR call? It's tricky, bro, because you see calls like that. Calls sometimes you see them not called. I don't know, foul here, foul there. It is what it is. For me, it's more of a foul. I've seen it be called for less. I've seen it be called for more. I don't know. So I don't even know what to say about it. But I did think it was a foul. John, I did think it was a foul, bro. You did or you didn't? If he didn't, if he didn't put his hands on him, that was the thing. Put him his hands up, and he was in front of him. It wasn't like it was shoulder to shoulder, like he had his body in front of him. That's I, why. I, that's why I'm like, mm, you're risk. You're you're border like you're walking the line there. So it, it was soft. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like that was soft to the point where to the point where like the referee standing. In, it's not like he's a million miles away. He's standing right in front of it. Like and he hasn't given it. My thing is, the problem that we we will have is that the inconsistencies of I yeah. Mean, that's it's, why it's like not even the inconsistencies of the bar. It's just the inconsistencies of officiating. Yeah. So we'll see something like that. And my thing was, I was like, well, surely it has to be a clear and obvious like mistake for them to for them to bring it back. No, am I wrong in saying? Yeah, that? that's what they say. Is the rules. Like, yeah. yeah. Like and that is is not like because one a Man United fan might say it's not a foul, uh, it is a foul, and and, and another fan might say you know, Arsenal fan I say it is a foul, but that's not a, for me. That's not a clear. It's 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 a soft foul, so you know technically it's a foul, fine, but it's not a clear and obvious mistake. So I don't know why he he that has to go to VAR. That's true. Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm confused. Like I don't I don't understand, but yeah, it's it's by the by now. I saw something as well where it said if it didn't happen in like the 18 yard box or in their final third, I don't know why it should be getting called back. But then it's like, oh, no, you score because, okay, but then you go and score right away. You have to go back and look at that. Would you get a, like, would you get a penalty for that? If someone did that in their box, would you get a penalty? 
No, yeah, but that's, that's that happens all the time. We can say that, yeah. but we say that all the time. But with fouls or penalties, if it's in the box, is that a penalty? The only thing I think is Erickson did, like when he realized that Odegaard was there, he did do a good job of just getting his leg out. Like you said, Keith, like it wasn't shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. He got kind of a little bit in front of him. But I also think what John said was that the ref was like two meters yeah, away, right. three that's meters a, away. Yeah, that's what I get. And he yeah. didn't then, call it. Yeah. And that's that's where I think VAR has to just let that live. Like if that's that referee's decision there, that's how it should be. If it's something that happens in the box and it's clear and obvious and something like that yeah. happens and needs correction, like a goal line technology, offside, whatever it is, then use it. But you can't yeah. have like a guy making that decision and then someone going to his ear, like going and like, oh, yo, that was a foul. Call it back. Because if that went out, say um, De Gea saved it and it went out for a corner and we scored off the corner, it's not getting called back. It's not enough. Yeah, but exact, but yeah, I get that. But yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Like if the foul happened, you scored. You have to go check it. Yeah, I think it's a bit. But okay, and th- there's been plenty of Arsenal times where you guys get some soft shit like that too. And you guys are saying foul. So, so if she was on the other foot, it's the same thing, bro. Same no, no, thing. I feel like, yeah, like, that's that. the other thing. You've got to look at it in Like, I think to myself, okay, if that were... As a neutral. I need, we need a neutral decision. Yeah. Obviously, we're both going to offend our, our sides. But I don't know, man. To me, it's a, that's a foul. Like you said, I do agree it's soft, but it's a foul. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is a foul. But yeah, like you said, if they're going to call it back, then the ref's right there. You should be making that call then. So I agree on that. Yeah, some like authority, some like ownership yeah. of like the decision making on especially that him being right by where the yeah. faction happened. Yes. Yeah, not, like, like it's like intervention, like VAR in- intervening all the time now. All the like, time. It's a lot. It's, it's been a lot this season. It's been a this lot. This weekend before. was fucking wild. It's it's ridiculous. It's like you, you sh- most like you kind of want to leave mo- most of the officiating to the to the referee, like the on field referee. Because what it just looks like, it just looks like they're they're making poor decisions time after time after time. That's what it looks like. It actually looks bad on the referees. Yeah, because it, they they keep they seem to keep on uh, keep on getting these decisions wrong and having to overturn them. And it's like, if he thinks it's a foul, then you know, like he he would have given it. He obviously didn't think it was a foul, and obviously, yeah, it led to a goal. But I mean, I don't know. I I, I just I just think like the the officiating in 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 the Premier League, despite them being professionals, is like the worst. It's not good. It's definitely it's not consistent at all. That's what I say for sure. Yeah. I think this weekend we saw how many VAR decisions and how many talking points and how many things yesterday with Newcastle. We saw it with yeah. Chelsea West Ham. We've seen it today. Just in one weekend, you have three incidents where, well, like we, you were saying, Keith, like one set of fans is really fucking unhappy with the decision making yeah. and the big, calls that have gone big, towards them. Big, big decisions though. Like like game changing. Like is it like is the difference between someone getting a point and getting and and then not getting any or something? Exactly, Newcastle would have won. Yeah. Newcastle would have gotten three points. West Ham and Chelsea would have split and got one point each. Just, yeah. So it's just like we Keith, we've said it before. We don't want to spend like the whole time when we're talking just about VAR and decision making about that. We just want to enjoy the football and let it like let it happen. But didn't seem to be the case. Well, this it's weekend not- with some of the results. Would you, would you, would you, would you be like if someone said, like, we could get rid of, like, we could keep VAR for offsides, but that, that would be it. Our offsides in goal, goals, goal line, like goal line, yeah. that, that's yeah. it. No, no, no. Goal line technology and offsides. Yes. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. I'd like that. I'll leave it like that. I would maybe only add 
checking red cards and maybe like bringing those back from like if they make a rash decision of a red card and bringing it back to a yellow which we've seen and maybe mm. the vice versa of giving a yellow and then upgrading it to a red yep. but okay maybe just that but then i think okay. that's yeah you missed the it's a game bro human error sometimes you just need to leave it or what it is yeah yeah exactly right especially if it's in that yeah if it's the stuff the off i think yeah offsides for sure they need to keep it for it. and yeah, goal line technology. If it's just those two, they could smooth the game out and not slow it down as much too with these decisions. Them going to look at it, all that foolishness. So, I hope. Sometimes it just takes mad long. Like, I think just like get it the over and done with quickly. Like you're in a stadium sometimes and you have no idea what's no going idea on. What's you don't see replays. On, right? You yeah. don't see anything, and you're waiting there for maybe like two, three minutes. And it's just a lull. Like you have nothing, you have no idea what's going on. I think the people in the stadium, it's worse when you're in the ground. At least when you're at home, you're seeing it. But then you see like angles of different things. Oh, we didn't even mention Connor Cody's like the offside. You yeah, see like certain yeah, angles yeah. at certain grounds and you're like, no, that's clearly onside. And yeah, then it's no. ruled offside and you see the lines and you're like, where the fuck were these lines drawn from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It's it's poor, but like it takes so long because I, sometimes even officials uh, in the in in obviously in where Stockley they are, Park. yeah, yeah, Stockley Park, they don't even know. Like, I genuinely feel like they don't know what they're doing at times. Like I yeah. genuinely feel like it takes that long, not because some of the uh, some of the incidents are contentious, because like I genuinely feel like they're not sure, and that's where the inconsistencies come from. Because you know, someone on field can uh, a, a professional referee on field can say no, um, it's not a foul, and then someone at yeah, Stockley Park, who's a, another referee, would be like, yeah, it's a foul. Yeah, exactly. But how do you guys feel as Gunners fans now? Windows closed. Obviously, now you've got your first little taste of reality in the in the league. <laughs> <laughs> and but now, bro, I'm honestly I'm generally generally um interested to see how you guys feel now that you're gonna be have to start playing two games a week. And how's your squads looking? How are you confident you guys feel going into the fall, into September, into September, October, where things are getting sticky with the schedule you guys coming up have coming up? How are you guys feeling? Um, I, I for me we're short. For me, yeah, we, we, like, definitely. We, we, we're short and and like for Arteta and Edu deserve praise for for some of the business that that they've done like Jesus is is a master stroke um you know Zinchenko's come in and done really well and he's someone that like, I'd, I'd, I'd I'd say like I wasn't a big fan of like I just yeah. felt like he was the weakest link at City I didn't think he was a, a great player but you know he's 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 done well in the time that he's, he's been he's been here um and he need like we needed we definitely needed a left back because Tierney's injury record is appalling. Yeah, and so we I guess we're kind of forced into that. But it, but then I could say the same for like Thomas Party. Like I we the guy's injury record has been shocking. Like I think someone told me was like he started fifty percent, fifty percent of wow. games. That and that's a similar record. If it's probably Tierney's probably a little bit worse. But we've gone and got cover for 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 Tierney, and I felt like. Well, there sh there should be cover for um party too. Party Additionally, too, yeah. our Nene is out for like an extended period of time. How we've not got and I like Tielemans and I wanted Tielemans, but I'm not necessarily saying that he it had to be him because the money that we were talking for him, even though he's in the last year of his contract, was it's silly. It's a silly amount. Yeah. However, however, it will. Like we just know it. It's Arsenal every year. 
we it will come back to bite us. And we I just feel like we we have these like these these good transfer windows. So like the first three quarters of the transfer window, oh we're like great, we've done this deal, we've got this business done. And then you're like, please, all all we all I'm asking for is a winger and a centre mid. That's yeah. all I'm asking. And you, yeah, that's you, all we needed. We had time, and then you don't get either of them. It's just like I know we spent a bit of money, but it's just like well because of the poor recruitment in the last 10 years yeah you to spend that money like you deal with it like do you know what i mean go and deal with it you have to invest we had to get we had to get a sentiment and we had to get a winger and i just feel like it, it's already it's a re- like we're already struggling yeah like we're already struggling i, I doubt if zinchenko was 100 percent fit today i doubt if odegaard was 100 percent fit today even though they you know they both played they both played well but when as you said when the europa league hits you know, you know, people like Cedric will play fine. Tommy Asu will get start getting minutes because he yeah. hasn't. Tony will get more minutes and holding. And you think holding about Fabio Vieira and Ketia, like yeah, Fabio Vieira and Eddie and Ketia and players like that. But then the other thing is, like, like they could get injured in those games, and then what do you do? Yeah, yeah. then you're fucked. I scored this. I scored this. I scored this. Now I feel like we had a decent window, but I just feel like those two positions would have made it. And I'm not asking you don't have to go and get a will be. I just go and get a player or players who can who bet, better our team. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? We don't have to go and spend 50, 60 million on players. You know, Brighton have got players that put Kaiseido for four and a half million pounds. Exactly. He, look, he, look, he looks great. Like there's players out there. We don't have to go and like to tee them as a big money signings. Yeah. But we've got to go and get players that that, that he, he would say he said, oh, um, they were disciplined, they didn't want to panic by. Like there's a million players out there that they definitely. Get. <laughs> yeah. What's what happens when we when we're short? What when we're short? What what like what what is he gonna say? Who who's he gonna blame? Like exactly. It's, it's down to them. Too. And you know, like you said, you know, it probably will. If you guys don't stay healthy, we'll bite you guys later on. But I'm sure you'll go well, hopefully in January, and go get what you need, depending where you're sitting on the table. Then here and there we'll see, but. Yeah, I think you guys are very thin. You need it. You need at least, at least the mid. I think the midfielder, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah because when you miss part A, you're down to Jacker and a Lokonga, or you're down to a Jacker yeah. and many, and it's a considerable difference between them. Lokonga was really like with Lokonga. Like I, I would rather him. I would rather see him get minutes than an El Nene, just because I know what El Nene brings. Yeah, and I think Congo is obviously he has a higher ceiling, and and I think he needs to learn, and 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 I think we're at a stage where like, yeah, he can like you know today, it was today wasn't his fault, but I mean like you know he played he played very well today, but he needs these experiences. Yeah, like, he needs to be playing away at Old Trafford. He needs to 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 experience these games and etc. For for him to grow as a player, I just don't want it like ahead of like people like Elneny, but I still think we needed a. A midfielder like like Tielemans would have been perfect for me, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. But we'll see. It's gonna be very interesting now. The European League starting up this week. Is it this week already? Right, Champions League. Yeah, this Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. I was looking at our Europa League group. I was going, yeah. I mean, PSV is good. Photo Glimp can give us a little bit. FC Zurich. I have no clue about them. So, um, I feel like those games. In Europa League, maybe we've seen it before. The Europa League group stage isn't like the trickiest or the hardest no, of the, yeah. of to get through. It's more so when you get into the the round of thirty two and those Champions League teams, the third place ones enter the competition. That's when you usually these... start playing your like first eleven, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think 
grind out a couple of those results and just try and secure like qualification just to the next round early. And then you can just play the youngins, like the Marquinhos, the, the U23 kids, yeah. all of that, and get them some exposure. Because then don't forget, there's going to be Carabao Cup fixtures. There's going to be FA Cup fixtures as well mixed into it. Yeah. And then fucking the World Cup. So just trying to squeeze everything in before then. Mad. Mad. Should we move on? To the yeah. other games this weekend. Start with the Merseyside Derby. Yes. What's going on at Liverpool, man? That was a, that was a, that was like literally the best no-no I think I've seen in a while. It was good though. It was a it good was game. Very entertaining. It was, great yeah. saves. It was a great game. Like just energy. You think all, all you're missing is goals and and some red cards, but um, yeah. It, it, that's the best. That's probably the best I've seen Everton play. When was it? I feel like I remember Everton playing against since Ancelotti. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think it was Leeds last year at, um, at um, Goodison Park. They played really well then. Um, but that was that was the best that I've seen. That that was the best Everton I've seen. And I yeah. I felt and I said to Belmar like I felt that Liverpool were going to drop points that day. I didn't know if uh, um, Everton would win, but I felt like Liverpool were going to drop points, and I said that to him. Um, but Liverpool, it's, it's Liverpool and a very a very it's to, to it seems like to me, and I don't want to be like re, like reactionary like over the top for like you know. No, be re- be reactionary, oh. be over. No, the no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> my barber, like my barber, like he he's a big Liverpool fan. He he think he feels like they should have got rid of Salah. And he Bro, was saying, I've, I've been like saying I've been saying yeah. Mane over Salah for yeah. a long time. So it my, my thing is is that. Li- Liverpool have had they've had they've had great success and they've had a, a, a great team, yeah. But even with that success and team, they haven't been as as successful as they as they as they should be. Like what? Yeah. How long's Klopp been? Eight years? Eight years? Yeah. Eight years. Like that. the best, the best, the best Liverpool team. Let's say the best Liverpool team in recent times, and they've won what one league title and a couple of Champions Leagues. No, one Champions League. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Because they, in 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 Klopp, during Klopp's reign, and I think they've lost in, in the other two finals. So like three Champions League finals, one one. Um, I I I do think like I think last year Salah was at the peak of his powers, for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's gonna I don't think I don't think he's gonna hit that. And and then you look at people like like Van Dijk, like some, you know a few years back people couldn't dribble past him. And now people mm-hmm. are getting at him and he's looking, he's starting to look like a, well, I wouldn't say a normal defender, but he's starting to look like there's chinks in the armour. Yeah. And like, Trent, it's always been an issue with Trent um, um, at, at right back in terms of him defensively. Going forward and, and he's passing, he's out of this world. His range of passing is out of this world. But as a defender, as as a, as a fullback and what you want from your fullback um, defensively, he's, he's, he's not good. Like, he's just not good enough. But because yeah. he's so good attacking, like yeah, of, of course Klopp's gonna play. Yeah, but you have to. He's but he's been taken off for for people like Milner uh, during during the season. Like uh, Robertson came on the other day. I've yeah, never, for the Greek Greek scouser. Yeah, that guy plays. Uh, he, Robertson plays all the time. And then when that that midfield, like when I saw Fabinho with uh, Harvey Elliott and Carvalho, Harvey Elliott, who's been like really good actually in the last couple of games. I like him. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought if I'm if I'm Everton, I'm thinking we can get out of these lot. Yeah, we can get out of these lot. And and I think Everton's biggest plus was they had a, a focal point. They had a striker, 
like, and I'm not saying Neil Mopay is a great player, like he's a he's a decent player, but it just shows um, the threat that they can pose if they have a target, like a target, sure, target an actual target. Yeah. Bro, they they lack so much when DCL is not in that lineup. Oh uh, yeah, they struggle yeah. so much when they don't have, like you said, like a proper number nine, a target man yeah. up there. You see how much they changed in that game yeah. yesterday. It's crazy. Gordon, like, Gordon do you know really what, good. Keith? You know what we were talking about? Um, yeah, how great Alex Awobi is at center mid. Bro, out of nowhere, I even started seeing that uh, earlier this season. Like, even when they're losing, I'm like, yo, where does this come from? Because they you know, at Arsenal, I was like, yo, what? No, 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 no. Bro, I'm not saying he's world beater at all, but, like, he's starting to look like he can play a little bit, bro. Because I never used to like him at Arsenal, but I don't rate him at all. Listen, I'm a, I'm, a fellow, I'm a fellow Nigerian, yeah, but that guy is dreadful. <laughs> He, Trust me, we we, we Joe, me and Joe will go back and forth about this. Like we had the best Alex Wobie, and when I mean he was playing out wide for us, yeah. <laughs> and when he came, like I remember his debut being like the new camp. Like we were away at Barcelona and Champions League game, and that was his first start. Like he had great feet, good ability, he had that good pace to him. And I thought, right, like we might have a little play on our hands. <laughs> then, then the following year, he was decent. It didn't quite go for him. He's, his numbers are like, I mean, I'm not a stats man, but he's like, he doesn't, doesn't get many goals, doesn't get many assists. All right, fine. He's a good footballer. Then didn't really happen to him at Arsenal. Then went to went to Everton. And I've just sort of watched him, like, you know, just to see how he did. Some of the performance, like, it, that the game the other day, that Merseyside, like, everyone would have got an eight. And he, for me, he would have got four. He, like, he just, for me, he just doesn't impact the game. He just doesn't impact the game in any way, shape, or form. He's not an 18, 19 year old anymore. He's like a 27, 28 year old like player. Like he just doesn't for me, he just doesn't impact the game. And like he does not impact the game in any way, shape, or form. You could take him out, put someone else in, like put him anywhere on the pitch. I don't think he does anything. Like last year, I went to the Everton game when we played when they played us the last game of the season. He played at right back. <laughs> John hates this guy, bro. I don't hate him, but I just <laughs> to a certain extent, I don't know him to hate him, but like I kind of want to see more. Like I want to see him do well. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like I look at him and he's like, he's he's still at like a you know, Evan arguably a big club, but he's still at a, a, a big club, and you just think to himself, he's under a manager who who you know who's probably showed a lot of faith in him, like where other managers did it, and he's just He's, I just don't think he's. I just don't think he'd be great. I think he's, for me, he's showing glimpses that I haven't seen in a while. That's why I was like, yeah. "Where has he been?" I think the only good thing about him is that he doesn't really play safe passes. He does play the ball forward quite a bit, yeah. and it's just quick. Like you can tell. I saw a, t- a tweet actually. It's like anytime you see a Wobi actually pass, you can tell that he actually graduated from an actual proper academy. He came, <laughs> came from Arsenal. He's actually playing passes, but. It's usually like a one touch. He's very good at just like pivoting and switching it and getting it across from either left or right. And I think it just goes forward. But um, John's not having it, and I'm, I know Joel is. Something. And yeah. and it's okay, I'm John. Support no, your support your people, bro. Support my people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, if, if, if I'm an Everton fan and you like Everton are screaming for quality, like Everton yeah. are screaming for quality. Like they look like look at Gordon, like. Gordon's not the most like I wouldn't say he has as much ability as like an Awobi, but like if you look at you know in terms of the impact that they're having, he's 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 a 17, 18 year old showing the rest of these like, professionals in the club like this is I'm I'm setting a standard. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, let's move on to and talk about Manchester yeah, let's City. Let's skim through these last few. Yeah, because we'll we'll jump ahead to Manchester City because 
we got to hear your take. I know we were talking about it last night because we watched the game together. But this Erlen Haaland guy, bro. Holy. They, they, they lost. I'm going to start off. Before I start talking about Erlen Haaland, they lost me money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> money, bro. I was wait. I was I, 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 my accumulator was coming in. I was thinking to myself, the five teams are coming. I was waiting for them. They were the sick. I was thinking, like, what am I gonna Done. do with this? <laughs> bear, bear, and, rum, uh, rum, and lemonade. How much money can I spend in Main Street Market? Like, it was like, I, like Villa, Villa did like played well to 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 get back into the game. But I just think this city have just been they've just been sloppy. They've they've got themselves out of those situations where they've had those situations before. Um and they've got themselves out of it because they've probably got like at this moment in time, he yeah, he's the best number nine. He's the best number nine. Oh, Easily. Like obviously Benzema's gonna win at the Ballon d'Or this year, of course. But um that guy, I said at the beginning of the season, when I when I when when the city signed him. For the chicken change that they signed him for, which is crazy, I said that guy. I think he scored forty goals. I'm standing on that today. I, I, I feel like he could score forty goals. So ten and six, ten and six games. I feel like he will get forty goals in the league. In the league alone. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad at that. I think so too. He's mad, bro. Twenty what? Twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Physically, he's a joke. Physically, he's a joke. Like the his speed, his acceleration, the strength. Like the, the goal the other day, um, uh, when he scored the hat trick, um, the pa- bro, that pa- palace, palace goal, that third bro, goal, yeah, bro, that's the one. I thought any other player, someone they nick that ball or they get that sort of yeah. like guard all over. over or something like that, yeah. bro. He on the run, yeah. he was holding them off and slotted it. How, how and like some big and like some yeah, that's the thing. Some big strikers like. First of all, don't have the speed he has. Yeah. And to be able to, you know, take that touch, hold him off on your back and, <laughs> and slot it, like you said. That's that's like ridiculous, that's, bro. It's textbook. Like top level players, like those top level players, like like a decent striker, like a, I don't know, let's say like a Dominic Calvert Lewin, he'll 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 probably just get barged over. Another striker, like maybe of a better quality, like yeah. Damiang, he might control it and then miss the chance. But then Haaland, who's like top, top level. Controls it, holds the player off, and then, and then slots it. That's the difference. Mad. He's he's an he's an. It's like there's the, and then and then <laughs> supplying him. You got like Kevin De Bruyne, <laughs> and and people like Foden, Bernardo Silva, and stuff like that. If you, you just sometimes just team. if they stay up, they stay healthy. This is the year for Champions League, I think. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. They stay healthy. Yeah, there's nobody yeah. beating them this year. I don't think. Uh, uh, even a uh, actually, you know what? PSGs does look they're like they might have figured it. They might have figured it out. That coach might have figured it out over there. But it's early oh, still, early doors. Who are the big pretenders? I think PSG that like you you hope that they do something, and then it's like they just they'll go into like a second leg, like two 0 up, and they'll lose it three two. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, that, yeah. I don't, I don't know about them. I don't know about them. Real Madrid would be um. Let's let's talk about this very quickly. Do you think Brendan Rodgers gets the sack? Yeah, yeah. I think he's done. Yeah, I think he played. I think he managed his last game today. Obviously, we're not we're not condoning someone losing their job, but he's got to be he's got to be going. Six games, zero wins, one draw, five losses, yeah. minus eight goal difference. So it... one signing, two signings, two signings. 
a keeper and did they get did they end up getting a centre half Liam? I can't even remember. Like I, I like Brendan Rogers and I think he's I do think he's a top coach, but I, I saw his interview last week and he was talking about like, you know, we're weaker than we were, etc. Like that. Those those are like the signs where it's like that you know, yeah. End days, man. If he doesn't, if he does if he's not the next person to get sacked, then you know, well done to him. But I feel like he yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's a loss away from a from yeah. a sack. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe by the time this episode comes out on the Monday, we'll probably have the news about if he has a job or not. Yeah. But fair I mean, enough. He'll find another job quick enough. Yeah, he should. He definitely should. But should we start wrapping it up? Let's start wrap up. It's exciting John, times though, man. John, yeah, it John. is exciting times. I mean, for United fans, for Arsenal fans, we started off six games. We're still sitting in first. You guys are in fifth. Four games on the bounce. We just caught the first L. We could be yeah, in a worse situation. We could be in a worse situation. Out of a possible 18 at the beginning, obviously thinking about last season, if someone said, and how we started that or how badly we started that, if someone said, you'll get, you've got 15 points from a possible 18, I'd take that. I'd, I'd snap. I'd oh, of that course. Any day. Absolutely. And, and, and we look good. And we did look good today, despite the 3-1 lot. It sounds weird me saying it, but we, I feel like this is, this is that's probably our best performance this season. Probably so footballing, well. yeah, footballing wise, footballing wise yeah, of course, yeah, that was that was our best footballing performance this season. Hundred percent, I agree. Because I haven't watched much Arsenal, but I caught was the game before you guys played. Was it Palace? No, uh, oh, sorry, the Fulham home game. Yeah, but no, today was way yeah, dominated, dominant for probably seventy minutes of that game today. Absolutely. But John, how do you feel after making your debut on the Just Outside podcast? Bro, I feel like I feel like I should be here every week. No, joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. No, it's great. It's good. Like, it's good talking about. Like, it's good talking about football. And, and we all love it, right? Yeah. And, and hearing different opinions and different takes in it because sometimes we can be biased with the, you know, speaking to our own mates and stuff like that who support the same team. But it's it's good to hear, even even if Keith is a United fan. <laughs> if you're gonna dance today, it's good to it's good to chop it up with with, with other, ah, other fans, other clubs, and and. And this so no, we'll definitely keep it. We'll definitely, definitely keep doing it. So I'm excited. It's a long season, a lot of football, Europe, European football just starting this week. So there'll be lots to t- talk about, man. So I'm excited. Where, excited where are you not finishing this year, Keith? Ooh, just quickly, I'd say we're finishing top four. I'm, I think now, calm, confident, I'd say that we'll finish top four. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I mean, if it keeps going that way, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't see why not. Interesting, but yeah, I got that's another episode, man. John, if you uh, if you listened and you like John, bro, go ahead to his Instagram page, John underscore G F T D. Shout out to y'all later. Later.